Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Shabbat Av Kuf Yor Aleph Amud Aleph, looking at the fourth and final Mishnah of this very short parak, the fourteenth parak Hashmona Shvatzim. Again, dealing with issues of Rafua, and this will be a short podcast. If somebody has a toothache on Shabbat, they should not uh, swallow or rub vinegar on it. But they could eat foods in the normal way, dipped in vinegar. If you get better, you get better. If you have a pain in your side, in your in your waist, in your hips, you shouldn't rub wine or vinegar on them. You could rub oil in the normal way, but not rose essence. Princes can do that, because that's what they rub on every day. Famous shita, but here's what shows up in the Mishnah, says all Jewish people should be considered like royalty and therefore can behave that way. The famous Ravacha Bar Papa, who is also known as the Tall Ravacha, challenged the Rabbi Avahu. He asked him as follows. The implication of our Mishnah is that vinegar is good for the teeth. In Mishle, it says that a bad messenger is is like vinegar in the teeth and like smoke in the eyes. Uh, nobody ever wrote a song, Vinegar Gets in Your Teeth, but nonetheless, uh, the implication is that vinegar in your teeth is a bad thing. So, Lokasha, Ha-Bechala. If you're using, like, the, the fruit itself, then it's, um, then it's bad. The, uh, so then it's good. Then the wine, sorry, then it's good. The, the wine part, the vinegar, that's what uh, does not work well. Both both might be the wine vinegar. If you have a wound, then it helps you. If not, then merapi it loosens your teeth. Okay. Or bite that says you shouldn't rub it on and spit it out like a mouthwash. You can rub it on and swallow it. Yeah, our Mishnah meant that. You can't rub it on and spit it out. You could even say that our Mishnah is talking about rubbing it in and swallowing it. It's still prohibited. If you haven't yet eaten anything, then it's uh, then it's permitted. But if it's after you've already eaten, then it seems pretty clear you're doing it for medicinal purposes. So why doesn't Rava say that since it's mutar before eating, it's also mutar after eating? Why would he say that? Rava has the principle of ho'il, which literally means since, but it means that permission in one area extends to permission in another area within Hilchot Shabbat, as we'll see. There's nothing that's permitted on Shabbat that's Asur on Yom Kippurim, even though many of the things that are mutar on Shabbat are food-related, which doesn't apply to Yom Kippur. Since it's mutar on Shabbat, it's mutar on Yom Kippurim. So it should be that since it's mutar before eating, it's mutar after eating. So the answer is that he changed his mind about it, uh, and uh, and said, yeah, you could um, take the chometz even after eating and swallow it. Um, so, who says he changed his mind about that? Maybe he changed his mind about the Yom Kippur Shabbat connection. 
People who are chayav to go to tefillah, like a woman on tefillat mitzvah, could go to the mikvah in a regular way. Rabbi Yosef, of course, famously agreed, disagrees with us about Tisha B'Av, but also on Yom Kippur. Even though you're not allowed to have Tashmish on Yom Kippur, which means, since it's mutar to go to the mikvah on Shabbat, it's got to be mutar even on Yom Kippur, even though the immediate uh, heter that comes with that to tefillah is not something you could exercise on Yom Kippur. So, uh, clearly, that bright uh, has to be acceptable to Rava also, so he must accept the principle of Ho'il. And all Jews can use whatever royalty can use. Does Rav really hold like Rabbi Shimon? Which is a garment that you stretch over the spigot of a barrel. You're not allowed to tighten it on Yom Tov, because you may, that may be squeezing out. Which, by the way, is and that means he seems to be ruling against Rabbi Shimon. The answer is by here, I feel Rabbi Shimon modet. The answer is Rabbi Shimon would agree there. This is very famous. Rabbi Shimon agrees that in the case of a psikresha, so it's impossible to take this garment and tighten it and not be squeezing something out. So that's mefarek, odash. But that doesn't help because Rav explicitly said Halacha Kor Biyuda. It's a very famous machlokat Rav and Shmuel. Where do whether to accept Rabbi Shimon the Halacha? And by the way, in this one of the cases where we rule like Shmuel, ruling like Rabbi Shimon against Rav in an area of Isur. He had it without tradence directly. Rav Amar Halacha Kor Biyuda. Shmuel Amar Halacha Kor Bishimon. So, how could it be that Rav says Halacha Kor Bishimon here? Ela Amarava Aniva Arisha B'Chavurat Targimna. I and the great lion uh, explained it. Umanu, who was that? Rabbi Chia Bravin. Halachak Rabbi Shimon v'lav mitame. You know, that's what Rav said was, we do rule like Rabbi Shimon that everybody can use this rose essence, but not for his reason. My halachak Rabbi Shimon v'lav mitame. Ilam halachak Rabbi Shimon deshari. In other words, we say it's mutar v'lav mitame, but not for the same reason. Either Rabbi Shimon savar masi. The Rabbi Shimon says it works, and Rav savar lo masi. Rav says since it doesn't work, it's not medicinal. Could Rav really say that? The Mishnah says that the princes put it on their wounds. Clearly it helps. Here's what it means. We rule like Rabbi Shimon that it's mutar. But not for his reason. His reason is Rabbi Shimon says even if it's a rare commodity, it's still mutar because we're all princes. Rav says only if it's common around your area then it's mutar because then it's not exclusive to royalty or wealthy people. In Rav's town, in the Surah, it was common. The rose essence was common and therefore he said it was mutar. Alright, so he didn't have to rule like Rabbi Shimon. Uh, and for some reason the Gemara understands that uh, ruling like Rabbi Shimon about the Bnei Malachim would be somehow connected to ruling like Rabbi Shimon about the var she'en mitkaven. The name's on Rana Lach Shmona Shvatsim. Yerts Hashem in the next podcast. We will pick up with the 15th parak for Eluk Sharim. Meantime, we should have a wonderful day.